Hello and welcome back to the Self-Care Conversations podcast. We have been gone for quite some time. I've had a lot of things going on. My social media kind of blew up. So I was kind of in the making of making some businesses, um, trying to get some extra stream of income going, all of those good things. So first of all, I just want to say if you have viewed the podcast and you keep coming back to see if there's more episodes, I've gotten the messages. Um, I've reached out to you guys via DM and I really, really appreciate the fact that you are enjoying the podcast this much. If I'm being completely honest, I have grown so much since I first started the podcast. So I'm really excited to kickstart this next, I guess, series, this next season of the Self-Care Conversations podcast. So I want to explain to you how this season is going to go. There will be an episode that releases once a week and it's going to alternate. So every other week I will actually be doing a solo episode like I usually do where we dive into all things habits, routines, mental health, physical health, all the goods. And then the other weeks I am going to be answering and giving you guys advice on different questions that you have about habits, routines. I'm basically going to dice your routines and your habits and then give you advice on how you can improve and maybe make um, make strides forward to help you reach your goals whatever that is on Instagram I asked you guys if you would fill out a form if you wanted me to do that for you so that you could be featured on one of the episodes and I ended up getting like 45 50 of you guys who ended up um, filling out the forms so I've definitely got a lot of podcasts to do you'd like to be on the podcast as well you can head over to our instagram or take a look in the show notes and i will link below the form so if you guys are trying to break bad habits and implement new routines into your life and you feel like you just need a little bit of guidance a little bit of help and you want a chance to be on the podcast episode or at least your story then you can head to the show notes and fill out a form for yourself um if i end up choosing you i will reach out to you just don't freak out if you haven't gotten an answer because I'm basically reaching out to the person that I'm doing the episode the week before. So you may get an email now. You may get an email a few weeks, a few months from now. Um, It just depends on how many inquiries I have. Today, we are going to be diving into morning and night routines, how to be more focused and less obsessed with your phone, and how you can incorporate more movement to help you be more intentional with your goals. We're going to talk about creating healthy routines and habits that will actually stick especially when you feel like your screen time is a little bit more than you'd intended it to be. Mason was one of the people who filmed out the form and she wanted me to help her shape up her habits and routines. So I'm just going to go over um, some of the things that she's having issues with and we're going to dive into how I think that she can improve some of these issues. So the first thing that I always ask somebody when they are wanting to change anything about their routines, I like to get a little bit of insight on who they are, what their lifestyle looks like. And I honestly feel like that's the most important part. When you're implementing any habit, any new routine, you need to start with where your lifestyle is at now. If you are trying to go to the gym five days a week, but you're not even showing up one day a week, having that all or nothing mindset will get you absolutely nowhere. So I highly recommend starting with where you are right now in your lifestyle and slowly building up with that over time. So for example, if you're going to the gym only one day a week and your goal is to show up five days a week, my advice would be to show up two days the following week, 
three days the week after that and four days the week after that. You're slowly implementing change without going all or nothing. It's going to help your journey be more sustainable and it's going to help you feel less overwhelmed when implementing new habits. So let's dive into Mason's story and see what she has going on. Hello, I am Mason. I am almost a 27-year-old Michigan girly. I have seven nieces and nephews and a boyfriend I live with and many supporting and amazing friends and family. I love gardening, moving my body, music in general, but I have an obsession with Taylor Swift. Same girl, same. I am pretty outgoing and positive, but sometimes my depression and anxiety gets in the way of that. I have always loved working out. I've been on a long break from lifting weights due to an injury and then getting mentally ill. I really enjoy mornings, but I am naturally more of a night owl. The issue is that after 3 p.m., I'm not doing any type of strenuous workout because I do not have the will. I am in therapy and on Lexapro to help with all of my issues. I think my lifestyle does need some restructuring for me to be really successful with therapy and my Lexapro. I have a corporate nine to five and work from home three days a week and go into the office two days. I don't have a long commute. I enjoy giving other people gifts, being able to support loved ones and offer advice, planning trips and events, spending time with my loved ones, cooking, eating, doing crafty shit. (laughs) I love that. I have a walking pad, so I walk during work a couple days a week. I do Pilates one day a week, and I've been trying to get into my apartment gym a couple times a week for weights. I am a vegetarian, and I'd say I eat decently healthy, but I definitely indulge every single day. LOL. Wow. Well, first of all, I feel like um, Mason and I are very similar. Um, There's a lot of things that I can pick out that I can relate to you with um, coming from your interest to also kind of how you structure your day. Um, When when I asked Mason what her morning routine looks like, she says, I don't have one. Ideally, I'd like to get up, have a snack, work out, shower, get ready, maybe some self-care and reflection time and then go to work. I've tried to implement this many times, but it hasn't stuck. I asked her what her nighttime routine looked like, and she says, I wash my face and brush my teeth, get into bed, and scroll on my phone for about 10 minutes. Was a bedtime... (laughs) It used to be a bedtime bong rip, but that's gone for now. That's totally fine. I have that as well. I also asked her what good habits she finds herself repeating regularly. I feel like this is really important to dig out when you're trying to change things to acknowledge the things that you're actually doing well. So she said working on healthy eating, movement that isn't focused on changing the way I look, trying to become more in touch with my body and feelings, and I try to do a low dopamine morning too because I'm less distracted throughout the day. It really seems like Mason has a very good self-awareness around how she is, so I really appreciate the fact that she has a low dopamine morning morning because if that's what works for her and helps her keep her energy throughout the day again it's just really good to have that self-awareness so I think that that you're already on to a good start from reading that now when I asked her what her bad habits she finds herself repeating um, regularly this is what she said being addicted to my phone and on it like nine hours a day not prioritizing food and eating and getting over hungry to the point where I binge candy this happens mainly because I don't have food prepared to eat quickly smoking weed to ignore all my feels understandable not working out because of my excuses not waking up early enough to have a morning routine negative self-talk jumping to conclusions perfectionism preventing me from trying And so then at the end of the form, I asked, what can I help you with? And this is what Mason is wanting help with. Morning and night routines, how to be more focused and less obsessed with my phone, and how to incorporate more movement and be intentional in general. Also being more positive and kinder to myself. I have a major issue with with talking shit to myself all day long. 
Um, first of all, I want to highly recommend for you to take a look back at one of the previous episodes that I made um, all about how to overcome self-sabotage. It seems like you actually have a lot of good habits. It's just that you're kind of mean to yourself sometimes and sometimes it can be really hard to focus on things that we're trying to implement and focus on good habits that we're trying to change when we're not even acknowledging the things that we're doing well so I want to start with the first question that she had about morning and nighttime routines and if we go back to what she said when I asked her what her current morning routine looked like she says that she doesn't have one she did give me her ideal morning routine, but in her opinion, she does not have a morning routine. And this is something that I will say every single time that somebody gives me this answer is that you're incorrect. <laughs> you do have a morning routine. We all have morning routines. Whether you are just getting up, brushing your teeth and going to work, that is your morning routine. In order to change your habits, you need to acknowledge what you're doing right now because then that's how we're going to be able to tweak it. So for instance, um, if you get up and you brush your teeth and you go to work, we need to figure out, okay, like what time are you waking up? Um, what is the goal here? Do we want to wake up earlier because you're kind of rushing to get to, um, to get to work or to get to whatever it is that you're doing in the morning? In order to create the perfect morning routine for you, you first have to acknowledge the one that you have. So that's going to be my first advice to her is to figure out what her current morning routine looks like. I am a very big believer in having a morning and a nighttime routine to help you achieve any goal, whether that's physical, mental, whatever. I feel like those two routines are so crucial for my mental health and for me to stay on top of all of my goals. But here's the thing, when it comes to a morning routine and an afternoon routine, you want them to be simple, you want them to be easy and achievable because our brain wants to take the path of least resistance always. So if you're going to pack your morning with 10 different things and you only have an hour to do that, it's not realistic, you're gonna feel overwhelmed, you're gonna wake up, you're not gonna wanna do any of it at all. So I want you to take that same thing that I was saying earlier about, um, about when it comes to implementing the gym and I want you to do that with creating a morning routine. Look at what you're doing right now and then see what you can swap out easily and see what you can change easily. If I had a little bit more details on what you're actually doing in the morning, I feel like I would be able to dissect that a little bit more. But because you didn't tell me exactly what you do in the morning, um, hopefully that can still help you. If you're saying you ideally want to give up, get up, have a snack, work out, shower, get ready, and some self-care slash re reflection time before you go to work, see what you're doing now. Are you having a snack in the morning? Are you working out in the morning? Are you showering, getting ready? Are you having that self-care and reflection time right now? You have to figure out what it is that you are doing in this moment, and then we will build on top of that slowly but surely. Having a well-planned morning routine is going to help set the tone for the rest of your day and I feel like there are so many techniques that you can use to structure your morning routines um, some things that I like to do are setting goals and intentions for the day I talk about this on Instagram a lot but at the beginning of the week I have three big goals so that will be three things or three intentions that I like to hit for that entire week it'll be things that are sustainable so like hitting all five of my workouts for the week or hitting my macros all these things that are obtainable but I want to keep myself um, like I want to hold myself accountable for that throughout the whole process I basically have like one big goal and then I will take that goal and break it down into smaller goals and then that's what I put for my intentions for the week so I can work on smaller intentions that are gonna help me reach that goal in the end 
And I know that Mason had talked about how she really struggles with her screen time. She finds herself on her phone constantly. So I'm going to assume that maybe that's something that she also does in the morning if you find yourself doing it all the time. I know that I I know that I used to really, really reach for my phone first thing in the morning and kind of just scroll. And since stopping that, my routines have been so much more on point. So a tip that I have for you if you find yourself scrolling in the morning is to maybe set your phone on do not disturb so that you're not getting those notifications. You're not opening your phone and seeing who texted you overnight. Another thing that I like to do is have my phone across the room. I do that for two different reasons. One, because it's the only way that I won't snooze my alarm and I'll actually get out of bed. I have to physically get out of bed and walk over to my phone to turn off the alarm. And at that point, I'm already up, so I'm doing what I need to do. And another tip I have for you, if you find yourself scrolling on your phone right right when you wake up, I want you to give yourself some type of award for not doing that when you first wake up. So what I mean by that, I used to wear these eye patches when I was first starting to implement a morning routine. I would go downstairs and the first thing I would do is put these eye patches on me that I put in the fridge so that they would cool overnight. It was just such a great self-care act that I loved doing in the morning. And what that did is it made my morning routine attractive. It made me want to get up because I knew that every time that I was getting up in the morning, the first thing I was doing was putting these eye patches on. I was feeling like a self-care queen. So I want you to find something that you will look forward to doing in the morning, and I want you to do that. So whether it's having your favorite breakfast or making your favorite coffee or using eye patches for an act of self-care, I want you to find something that you genuinely love to do and put that as your first thing to do in the morning. It needs to be something that takes a little time, little effort, because you want to be able to repeat that daily. And that's going to make it more attractive for you to get out of bed, which is going to make you not want to reach for your phone. And um, and again, this is going to be hard for like the first week. But once you implement that, it will get easier and easier. Now, when it comes to your nighttime routine, a consistent nighttime routine is what's also going to help you unwind and prepare for quality sleep, which is so important when it comes to overall health. I feel like out of everything, sleep is the most important because it affects your physical and mental well-being. Something that is really important to focus on is establishing a regular sleep schedule. I need to know if you're going to bed at the same time every day or if you're at least winding down around the same time. These things are really important to help you to help give you the energy that you need to wake up the next day. I always talk about creating like a little ritual for my nighttime routine. I make it super cozy. I make sure that there's that all the lights are low. It's kind of like a moody vibe. I create a calm environment for my bedroom or for my house. So I'll put on a scentsy. I'll turn on the fireplace. I'll only have dim lights instead of the overhead lights. I really set that mood to help signal my brain that it's time for bed. If you find yourself being a night owl, there's two things you can do. One, if you have the ability to do so, you can kind of work with that. I feel like so many people try to force themselves to be morning people when they indeed just aren't, it's not it. They don't like it. And that's totally okay. You don't have to force yourself to be a morning person if you're not. You can just work with the way that you are and you can implement better habits during your afternoon and nighttime if you find that being a night owl is actually helpful for you. There's nothing wrong with it. 
However, if you are really wanting to be a morning person or your your work is kind of conflicting with that and you need to be a morning person, something that really helps me is um, practicing relaxation techniques in the afternoon. So I try to maybe save reading or journaling for, for the afternoon when I'm first trying to implement an afternoon routine because those are relaxation techniques that help signal my brain that it's time for bed. And it's the same thing that I said for the morning routine that will also go with this nighttime routine. You need to limit your screen time before bed, especially if you're trying to get to bed early. At After 7.30, I turn my phone on do not disturb and I put it across the room. I look at this as a way for me to connect with other things that I like to do because it's so easy to reach for our phone. It's so easy to want to just scroll. But when I actually take the time to put my phone on do not disturb and put it across the room, leave it on the charger, it forces me to do things like read or play a video game that I like or watch a movie. I just find that I'm way more intentional when it's not with me. It's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. So another thing that she was wondering about is how to incorporate movement with intention. Movement and intentionality are key components of a balanced lifestyle. And I want to talk to you about different ways that you can incorporate more movement and intention into your daily routine. I think that when we, when we think about movement, we think of working out. But there's so many other ways to move your body, especially if you have a busier schedule. When I first started my fitness journey, I was only going to the gym one day a week until I could build up on that. But I wanted to make sure that I was moving my body every day, even if that wasn't a workout. So ways that I was more intentional with this was by incorporating physical activity breaks throughout my day. So setting an alarm to work for two hours and then go for a walk. Even if that walk is only five minutes and you're at work and you just need to step out for a second, taking a break to just like be intentional and move your body, whether that's for a five minute walk, a 10 minute walk, a 15 minute walk, whatever it is that you can do, taking those small breaks throughout the day to be more intentional is what's going to lead to those long-term results. And so when you talk about incorporating more movement, and I go back to um, the part where we talk about the good habits that you are doing. So you try to have low dopamine mornings, which is already helping you with your morning routine. You talk about how you're really good at movement that isn't focused on changing the way you look. And I think that already is helping you set an intentional way of moving your body. So trying to become more in touch with your body and feelings. This is where you need to, you need to learn how to be a little bit more present in the moment. Um, ways that you can do that while working out is working out without music. It's going to force you to really listen to your body in that moment and just spend time with yourself in silence. You can practice gratitude, which is a really good way to be more in touch with your body and your feelings while also helping you reach those goals that you have. But overall, Mason, I really do feel like you are doing extremely well. It just seems that you need to work on your self-sabotage, which I get, which again, I will link in the show notes below the episode that I have about self-sabotage because it really does all start with mindset. Um, it seems like that actually may be the one thing that is holding you back the most because you do have a lot of healthy and good habits here. You're showing up to Pilates. You're showing up um, on your walking pad. You are doing everything right, but yet you're still 
being mean to yourself and making you feel like you're not doing enough. So I really want you to acknowledge your wins, maybe set some intentions for the week, three small intentions that could really help you. And then focusing on where your lifestyle is at now for your morning and nighttime routine so that you can slowly build upon that. That's the advice that I would give to Mason. Um, There was a lot to unpack in that, but I really do feel like if you work on some of those small things with time, you will make a lot of progress with your goals. If you are wanting to implement new habits and routines into your life, if you feel like you're struggling to reach whatever goal it is that you have, I am hosting my second round of my eight-week course on habits and routines. This is an eight-week interactive course where I teach you how to create and sustain healthy habits while breaking the bad ones. Included with this is also two free coaching sessions, one at the beginning of your course and one at the end where I help you through any issues that you're having. Because I'm working one-on-one with you, I like to take no more than 30 clients at a time and I just finished my first round of clients and I am so excited to announce that we will be having the second launch of the Mindful Mindset course. If you want to change your habits and routines before the new year starts, this is the time to join. If you want to hear more information about that, you can follow us on our Instagram under Self Care Conversations Podcast and the Mindful Mindset course. I'll have everything linked in the show notes. And if you would like to fill out a form so that I can give you some advice on your habits and routines, um, then that will be linked in the show notes as well. But that is it for today's episode. I hope that you guys found this somewhat helpful. Next week will just be a solo episode where we will dive into a specific topic. But I really am excited to give you guys some input on your personal journeys and hopefully help you through some of the bad habits that you feel like you can't break. But that is it for today's episode. I hope that you guys have an absolutely fantastic day and I will see you guys next Monday. Bye.